The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. So if you're currently trying to break into investment banking, there are only seven criteria that you're really getting evaluated based on as an investment banking candidate. So I want to tell you what these seven criteria are uh, in just the next couple of minutes. Okay, so the first one is obviously, as you all know, your school, right? Do you go to a target school or non-target school? If you go to a target school, it's going to be a lot easier for you to break into investment banking. Still not easy. It's never easy, but it's a lot easier. Okay, Um, unfortunately, for where you go to school, for the most part, this is not something that you're going to be able to change unless you're currently still in high school, in which case, obviously, you should try to break into the best uh, university or college possible. Um, But if you're already in school, if you're already in college, then most likely, unless you're planning on transferring to another school, which comes with its own uh, own complications, um, your school pretty much is what it is. So let's look at the rest of these. Uh, What are some of the things that you actually have control over? Second thing is obviously your GPA. The higher your grades, the better your chances are going to be for breaking in. I would say anything... Uh, that's three seven or higher is considered uh, good grades that you're not going to get asked any questions about. Um, and this is again especially important if you go to a non-target school. Your GPA has to be even higher um, coming from a lower ranked school because otherwise it's just sometimes it can become a bit too much to overcome. Okay. Third, your work experience. This is really really important, especially nowadays. A lot of the candidates, this is where they trip up. They don't have enough work experience on their resume, especially with how early summer internship recruiting starts nowadays. It pretty much starts halfway through your sophomore year. So if you're not getting internships during your freshman year or your freshman summer or the first semester of your sophomore year, um, you're not going to have it on your resume in time uh, for a lot of these applications that open up. Like Even sophomore summer internships, that's early enough to get on some applications, but for a lot of the elite boutique and bulge bracket applications, they open up before your sophomore summer. So you wanna make sure that you're getting as much work experience as possible early on, um, and not waiting until your junior year or senior year to do that, okay? Fourth thing is extracurricular, uh, extracurricular activities. So you wanna make sure that you're participating in the right activities at school. So these are joining student organizations. Uh, the more relevant they are, the better, you know, student investment funds, finance clubs, even business fraternities, depending on the school that you're in. So there's a lot of these clubs. A lot of times, depending on the school you're at, some of these clubs are great feeder programs into investment banking. But they're also the best feeder programs are also the most selective, right? Like they model their uh, recruiting process pretty much after how the investment banks recruit. So you're still going to need a lot of the same skills that you would need um, for, you know, getting into these clubs, right? And then once you get in, um, the more leadership positions that you take on, the better it's going to be on your resume. If you're just some member, like a general member, it's probably not going to help you as much. Okay. The fifth one is obviously your networking skills. So how much networking have you done? How many referrals do you have at each of the banks that you're planning on applying to? Ideally, you want to have more than, like at a minimum, you want one referral, but ideally you want to have multiple referrals because a lot of times we see candidates who think they have a referral and then they still don't get an interview. 
right? I talked to a student today who said he got six different referrals and he got zero interviews, right? Um, and so you want to have as many referrals as possible. And to get these referrals, you're going to have to talk to a lot of bankers because it is a numbers game. The question is, how good is your conversion rate, right? Sixth, technical interviews, skills. These are, you know, obviously very, very important. You have to be able to demonstrate that you can do the job. Um, and so if you can't answer questions about accounting and the financial statements and valuation and mergers and acquisitions and leverage buyouts, then most likely you're not going to make the cut because there are a lot of other really qualified candidates who will be able to answer questions about these technical topics. Okay, so th this is really just become table stakes nowadays. It's not enough to get you the job on its own, but without it, you're definitely not going to get the job. You get eliminated, right? Last but not least, and probably even more important than the technical interview skills is your behavioral interview skills. So how do you tell your story? What do you um, have to say about who you are and how you got to where you are today? Um, what kind of examples do you have from your past that demonstrates that you're uh, a unique candidate, that you're highly qualified and you have the right uh, traits and personality and qualities that they're looking for? And so coming up with these stories, knowing how to structure it and tailor it towards what the investment bankers want to actually hear in these interview answers, that's going to be probably one of the most important things you can do. So the challenge is you got to make sure you check as many of these boxes as possible in your first one to one and a half year at most two years in college and that's going to ensure that you're going to have a successful recruiting process okay thanks for listening to this episode interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching from wall street mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com apply and the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.